In the 2020s, a pandemic crippled the world. Some panicked, some denied it. These two guys stayed home, drank, and watched movies. These are the Jameson Tapes. I feel like I want to jump out of my skin. Yeah. I have so much energy right now. I'm so pumped. And it There's... could be three things of absinthe, but it's probably mostly... I hit my microphone. It's probably mostly the fucking thing we just watched. I'm, I'm feeling it. It has been a vodka night over here. I started the evening with... It was like, all right, what's a good starting drink? We don't have any mixers. Okay, <laughs> I'll make a DoorDash order to get mixers. But I have to record this pre-thing with Abysme. So what do we got? I have vodka and orange juice. Okay. Oh, that's a lot of vodka I just poured into this glass. So it has been vodka night because after the the way too powerful screwdriver, I, I have had... This is my third Moscow Mule. I started with Shoof which is a Belgian beer company that Paprika won't shut up about because she's she went to Belgium and she's all about the Belgian beers and it was delicious, don't get me wrong. But then I went on to three things of absinthe, which I don't regret whatsoever because they're amazing. But I have not felt this amp. Like I, I feel like I want to punch a wall and play Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 really badly. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Jameson tapes, where we're going to play Tony Hawk and punch a wall. No, we're not going to do that. We, I, I am Alan, and I host this show with Abysme, and Hello. We, just, we just watched a movie. An anthology. Uh, an anthology film. And really quickly touching on anthology films, I have previously seen every entry into this series. And in general, I'm a fan. It's a very hit or miss series for me, but you're you're allowed mm -hmm. to do that in an anthology mm -hmm. series. Correct. Even even Creep Show, which is like one of my all time favorite movies, is an anthology film, and there's like there's there's the one I could skip. <laughs> and it's almost better for that. Yeah. You know? Like you're allowed anthologies are an opportunity for experimentation and things are allowed to fail. That's okay. So what we watched is VHS 99, the as as of this recording latest in the VHS series, though they've already greenlit another one. Thank God. Oh my I God, think, is it going to be early aughts? I think, Alan, I think it might. Alan, if it's early aughts, we have to watch it. I mean, I'm I'm going to watch it anyway, whatever it is. <laughs> I just I'm I'm so I'm so amped right now. <laughs> if it's fucking early aughts. It's it's something that would still interest us. It is VHS eighty five is going to be the next one. Oh okay, yeah no, eighties is good. It's sooner honestly. Yeah, the one before this was VHS ninety four, which was also which was real good. Maybe maybe again some weak points, but one particularly strong one that everyone loves and adores. But let's we're not talking about that one. We're talking about first randomly i'm going to mention that the only belgian beer i think i've had is who garden sorry which, which is pretty good i'm a fan of wheat beers and that is very that is almost a doughy wheat beer yeah yeah for uh, sure and yeah we watched vhs 99 and we have some thoughts so let's just get this out of the way Ooh. as 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 hard as the movie got it out of the way <laughs> <laughs> the first two shorts in this anthology feature 
are mediocre. They're all right. They're fine. They're perfectly good. Good, you Um, know, A for effort on both of them. The other three in this film fucking rule. (laughs) Like, you're playing fucking Area 51 and you just got three power-ups in a row and (laughs) shit ain't stopping. It's like when you... when you finally unlock Spider-Man in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. <laughs> yeah, cannot. Can't stop, won't stop on these last three. Holy shit. So and we were like, I don't, I don't think we were ever like down bad about it at any point. We were like, you know, yeah, there's good and bad to these two. Yeah. And then the third one kicks in and we're just like, it's speechless. Yeah, and I think you made the, the, the same point about the first two and I want to agree. They both had moments where they should have just ended, and then it just kept going. Yeah, they they had very logical ending points that would have been really good buttons that just allow you to kind of like make up in your mind what happens afterwards. And they're very logical conclusions, but they are just... It feels a little bit indulgent, these endings that are just kind of like... And then we also had this gore effect to use, and we wanted to use it because we had it. I'm like, well, but did, I will, should you have? I will I will say that's very indicative of VHS as a series. They're, mm-hmm. they, they, they like to show their payoff. And um, I don't... I can't hate that. I have not seen as much VHS as you, but I will say, you know, restraint is a good thing. I guess let's get started with our first short, which is it was entitled Shredding. And it it kinda it kinda gives us like it offers a vibe I would have liked to seen and it does not capture that vibe very well. Yes. Uh which is straight up like CKY jackass. As well as like old school skating videos, which early yeah. early early CKY videos had a lot of that. It it it's cutting between like there's there's this tween band called Rack that is putting on this this segment, and then it's intersplicing with other skating videos that could be like MTV esque, like gorilla shit. And we kept going like, "Oh well, no, no, stay on that. I want to see that." Oh, okay, never mind. We're talking about the band. There's nothing wrong with the band, but it's like very clear that there's two different sources of media here. Yeah, and it's. It should be cohesive, but it's jarring. It, and they're so different that I'm the, like, I want to watch the other one. Sorry. The, CK, the CKY Jackass Avenue would have been a more interesting one to explore. You know, um, if if I had to like write a segment for this anthology, it would be an episode of MTV2 with like Beavis and Butthead style interludes and just random bullshit. And just make that like a chaotic segment hmm. and just make it like really disturbing, which I kind of wish they did here, but like, you know, whatever. I'm, I haven't made anything. What do I know? This first one, there's a band. One of their members is Anker, and Anker's cool. Pretty and cool. And everyone makes racist jokes about him and bullies him and the rest of the mm-hmm. band. And there is another band to start off with, a band called Bitch Cat. And they were involved in an incident during a show where there was a there was a fire and an attempt to get out through the fire. I think they were trampled by the audience. Yeah, everyone died. Or um, I think only they died. Yeah, only they died. Yeah. So Anker believes in like ghosts 
Buddha, I believe he says. Yes. And that Buddha possess people and do stuff like that. And so the band, Rack, decide they're going to perform on the stage at the at the music venue where the fire happened and Bitch Cat died. And Anker, like, the, the only member of the band who's, like, friendly with him is, like, the female lead singer. And so they get up on the stage to perform. Anker's very nervous, but everyone else in the band presents, pretends to be possessed. And Anker gets pissed off and leaves. And even the lead singer girl who was nice to him tells him he can't take a fucking joke. And he storms off. And sorry. then Bitch Cat comes back from the dead and kills them all. Yeah. That's, that's, that's really it. Yeah. And the scene where Bitch Cat comes back like mimics like footage of them that happened earlier. And it would probably have been a great ending. Yeah. That is not the ending we got. Yeah. Kind of keeps going. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, no. I guess this, you know, this serves as a decent opening. I'll say that. We're still going. Okay. Are we... That That was your cutoff point. Why are we still showing things? This doesn't... This is... Okay, never mind. That's what we're doing. Okay, this is just a gore show now. Yeah, VHS does that. I... I... I really feel like this is overstaying its welcome. Like... This is the part where we should have just ended with player die from the original band. Like I I don't need to know that the rest of them get horribly torn apart. Instead they all get dismembered and we get this ending shot of like their bodies like pieced back together to make puppets to play a bitch cat song. And it feels stop me if I'm wrong, it feels kinda like Are You Afraid of the Dark? <laughs> yeah, I, I think I made a Scooby Doo comparison. It, it starts out strong, but it becomes so goofy that it betrays its beginning. Yeah. And just, it kind of just, we'll, we'll get to it, but you'll see why this kind of feels a little weak. Again, probably would have been stronger if the zombie band came back and then that was it. Yeah, th- um, that's a fine place to everyone's, end. Everyone's death is implied. Again, this is a series that likes to show. It's a wonderful ghost story. Like it's an urbex thing mashed with a, a skateboard video thing. Like there's a lot of good elements, but they there's a great imbalance to the elements, and that is this segment's biggest weakness. Again, I don't want to spoil much more for the future segments, but there's a lot of work put into these characters and this presentation that just is not organic enough. And it shows in later segments. But like at the same time, like I, I don't want to hate on this one. A lot of work went into it. I appreciate that. It's just not as strong as the others. Yeah, maybe maybe not a great idea to start with your weakest segments if you're trying to hook people in. But, but yeah, I, I am going to go ahead and spoil that I think this is the weakest one. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, it's very uneven, and that's to its detriment. So, yeah, that's shredding, which takes us into a suicide bit which i probably would have rated it above fine if it didn't it's fine that there was a spooky ghoul (laughs) (laughs) but the fact that there was a spooky ghoul explaining to us why they're doing spooky ghoul stuff that's the other problem this one is just like 
we can really sum it up in a very brief amount of time. A girl at a Christian college, as we think, because there's a lot of Christian imagery everywhere, wants to join a sorority. The sorority has a hazing ritual where they bury her alive because of a an urban legend about guillotine, guillotine, the girl who was buried alive. And, oh no, she accidentally, for real, gets buried alive. And then the guillotine ghoul is real and comes and claims her. And then revenge happens and it's it's just like there was a really strong element in this episode about claustrophobia yeah it was very well done that portion is very well done i've seen it we've seen it done better other places but it was done pretty well here i mean argue about like the plot all you want the actual discomfort i feel right now (laughs) (laughs) that's fair Actually, yeah, drowning and claustrophobia. Mm, That's fucked. That's fucked. Yeah, absolutely. And we were on board for that. But then at the end, it just becomes so... Again, it should have just ended. Yeah. It, there's a point where the her tormentors are all, they wake up and they're all in coffins and buried underground. And we're like, oh, cool. Catharsis. Awesome. Okay. And then it just keeps going. <laughs> If if I had done my edit of this, there would have been one shot of the spooky ghoul. Yeah. And it would be in at the very end. We would have got we would have got the girl the the first girl drowning in the coffin. Mm-hmm. Um then we would have got the coffin being discovered the next day by the girls. Then from there we would have got them going home all waking up with the coffins and then the the one girl who like we thought was nice to her that would have been our last closing shot. That's when we would have got the spooky ghoul. That's the, that's our ending. Yeah. Um, or like even just all waking up in the coffins. I'd be fine with that. Like that's that's supernatural enough to imply to the audience that guillotine is like real. And I think that's perfectly good. Again, it just keeps going though. Yeah. Yeah, it sure does keep going. Well, anyways, those that's there's that's two shorts. Those are done. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody shut the fuck up. Here's the good part. After those two, we get the best one of the movie. Ooh. The the reason I was told to watch this movie. <laughs> the short's called Ozzy's Dungeon, and man, man, oh boy, man, I don't want to like we. I don't want to get into it too much. <laughs> we didn't just be starting the episode like, hi everyone. The 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 Nickelodeon one was the best one. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> We were on board from, like, the opening seconds of the presentation. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Yes. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Yep. Yes. On board. 100%. (laughs) Yes. Yep. Yes. (laughs) Holy shit. The fucking B-boy stance. Oh, my God. So we can talk about the opening seconds which establishes a a Nickelodeon-style game show called Ozzy's Dungeon with similar, like, slimy, gross challenges to the to the Nickelodeon game shows. It's like, it's it's got, like, elements of Double Dare and Legends of the Hidden Temple is the obvious one. Yeah. But that's where it starts, and <laughs> where it ends is Abysme and I losing our fucking minds. <laughs> This is more visceral than the Poughkeepsie yeah. types. And I didn't think I would say that. What the shit is happening? <laughs> this is so cool. Who wrote this? They're a fucking genius. <laughs> what the shit? Whoa. 
Oh my god. What a beautiful idea. Fucking kids in the helmets, like, kneeling to it. Oh my god. Holy shit! Oh my god. Why is it going- why is it going Dude. this hard? Yes! What? What? This is the only one that can go this what? hard and that makes sense. What the fuck? That was Dude. fucking incredible! That was so badass. There's the one. There it is, everybody. I I, I feel. I, how do you? I can't. I don't have time to unpack what I yep. just saw. No, and move on to this. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh my God, we were not prepared. I I it man, the best. <laughs> I, I don't want to delve into this plot because I want everyone to to watch it. You know, like load this up on Shutter and just skip to this one because holy shit, it is so good. <laughs> and... We can splice in reactions from us, but the fact that it was written, co-written, and directed by Flying Lotus just adds to the fucking prestige of this. Holy shit! Yeah, again, I was asked to watch this because I previously did the more bungee cords bit, <laughs> but uh, that's it's it, I. It's maybe one of my favorite things I've watched this year. <laughs> it's so good. It's, it takes its source material and just twists it and runs with it. And I can't. I, I am so impressed. I am so taken aback. It has. By... It has two key moments where you like think you know what this short is doing, and then it's like, uh -huh. guess what? <laughs> Wrong. It's great. Yeah. No. Beautiful. <laughs> Amazing. 10 out of 10. And so we're we're reeling from this. Yeah. Like we cannot process what we just saw. And then we segue immediately into the next segment, which is the Gawkers. I we got into this one like you could not peel the smile off of my face um, <laughs> from from what we had already watched, which is maybe a disservice to this one because it is also quite good. And probably why we probably why we liked it so much is it's out, it's very good. The outright nostalgia bomb that the Gawkers drops on drops on us. It, and the, the biggest strength of the Gawkers is that it captures an organic, actual... Like, you believe the acting in this one and the portrayal in this one more than you do from Shredding, which was about 90s punk kids in the suburbs. Like, you really believe these are a bunch of fucking little dickheads. Yeah, and it is it is outright... Kind of a tribute to boner comedies and how terrible <laughs> they are. Yes. Because it's straight up kind of has a bit of the same premise that American Pie does. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's turning that on its head and going in a, again, a very horror direction. Just oh, so many nostalgia bombs. Also very, just like you believe the found footage aspect of the Gawkers way more than you do shredding because shredding had this issue of mixing media far too often. Yeah. And Gawkers was just very, very consistent in what it depicted. Gawkers was consistent. Um, there was bits of, there was bits of shredding that felt professionally filmed. Yeah. And, yeah. and also at the same time, like an episode of, are you afraid of the dark? Gawkers just felt so gorilla and just, again, organic. 
compared to shredding that I, I think I said it on the, when we were watching it, like this is, this isn't fair. Like if Ozzy's dungeon really is just set a really high bar. And if this was any other anthology, Gawkers would probably be, you know, one, if not number two of the anthology. Um, but I think it's probably number three. <laughs> probably because we go, we don't want to go, Sorry, do we want to spoil the fucking thing of Gawkers? Like, this has a the girl next door, but it's not the girl next door. That's all I'm going to say for Gawkers, and it's fucking awesome. We we kind of both Alan before me, but we both kind of guessed the ending before it. But it was very rewarding, yeah. And that it was so we're still writing very much a high. It was a a hope. It was a hopeful ending. Yeah, like oh my god, are they actually going to do this? And then they do it. fucking fantastic and then we go into our final segment to helen back it's so fucking good <laughs> yeah no to helen back i i say say it informed me that it was the same directors as deadstream which i had previously seen and is really 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 great it's about two friends nate and troy they've been hired to film the activities of a witch's coven on y2k it is which, the new year that was an amazing perspective to take yeah, I probably should have predicted Y2K would be involved because because it's 1999. And yeah, I lived through that shit. And how big of a deal everyone thought it was. Yeah, nothing would have told me that we were getting a GoPro journey through hell. I like, and the 90s was a time of a satanic panic as well. And this was just like, yeah, okay, fine, all that shit's true. Also, the videographers have been sucked through a portal to hell, yep. and they wander around this amazing stage of just like cavernous like hellscape and they meet our 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 amazing best girl mabel mabel who Uh, mabel the skull biker mabel the films larry (laughs) oh my god she's amazing and she's just like leading them through going like oh yeah you know you you need to get to the portal to get out of here and I'll, i'll lead you along the way and she's like breaking body parts off of dead bodies and all sorts of cool shit and nate and troy are like going through their relationship issues <laughs> while they're doing this he's like are we in hell i'm not that bad of a guy right dude shut the fuck up i'm, I'm sick of your bullshit like it, it's 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 wonderful watch it because i'm not going to spoil all yeah, of it but yeah so good so um, good ends in an amazing wholesome way that i'm not going to spoil yeah we have to make five cocktails <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> god damn it Ooh, that might be a bit much because two of these don't deserve cocktails. Okay, I'm sorry. We'll do three, <laughs> or ooh, or a flight of shots. Say it says, "Hmm, that's not a bad idea." They could be layered shots. Actually, that's a good idea. That's yeah. Okay. Okay. So before, so the first two have to be weak sauce. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. What alcohol does fucking? Okay. Shredding. <laughs> okay. Okay. Shredding is try hard and. Suicide bid is college bullshit. Okay. So we can oh, easily dig so into those it, We have shredding. We have a tween band. Okay. Hear me out. It's something I don't even think uh-huh. you can get anymore. But here uh-huh. we go. No, it's not a shot. But a Zima. <laughs> Zima. <laughs> What's that? Or like a wine cooler. Yeah, I would say like Bartle, Bartle and, and James. James. Yeah. And then yeah. we and then wine we cooler. and then we move on to college. Murnoff Ice. Yeah, Ice Nico. <laughs> That's not even a shot, but you know, I know. I'm sorry, no, it needs to be a shot. Okay, it's a bullshit shot in college. Okay. Uh, oh, you know what? You know what? Fireball. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Fireball. Fireball for 
suicide. So Sorry, okay, there is there is the VHS ninety nine suicide run. Oh boy, and this is unfair because it's gonna like low low apex and then slightly lower ramp, but not far off. So this is gonna be tough. Bartle and James Fireball. What is Ozzy's dungeon like? It's creme de la creme. It is top. Sh- Top shelf. Oh, like for me, it would be Lafroig, but I'm weird. Um, and I like very, very peaty whiskeys or scotches. Sorry. Top shelf. It still feels like 90s retro. What if it's a Jaeger bomb? I think a Helen. I think the Gawkers might be our Jaeger bomb. That's fair. Ozzy's Dungeon. And it's just got to be something really good. It's got to be. It's just got to be very pure. It's got to be really, really good. Like. It's almost like it's a like a shot of Grey Goose. Just something really top shelf and good. Or not even like... like Grey Goose is good, but it's not the best vodka I've ever had. Like Maybe like Reykjavik. This is asking us to like name the Holy Grail of liquor, and that's really tough to Wait, do. It doesn't even have to be the Holy Grail of liquor. Just like a really fucking good shot. Yeah. Is there a really good layered shot out there? Because... This has three different acts that are all perfect. I'm not saying it has to be okay. three layers, but it has to be dynamic. Do you want three layers? I know we I, I know we're doing a Jaeger bomb right after this. I don't care. <laughs> there's also an Irish car bomb. <laughs> oh but it has to be like the best ingredients. Yeah, as far as Ozzy's dungeon goes, you want something yes. that reminds you of childhood. Um, mm-hmm. ties in with the overall Nickelodeon theme. I've come up with the Irish Creamsicle Bomb. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do um, tell. It, it is a dropped shot into orange soda because Kel loves orange <laughs> soda. <laughs> and it, yes, is, and it yes, is a half shot board. of Irish cream and whipped cream vodka. Oh my god. Okay. Yep. Okay. Who? What are we calling it? That I'd have to remember the name of what some of the obstacles were. Maybe I don't know. Ozzy's dungeon drop. <laughs> sure. The Gawkers. I think we said was a Jaeger bomb, but Jaeger bomb. Yeah. That's two bombs back to back, and then we get to Helen back. What is what is the what is our final what is the final stop on our VHS ninety nine marathon? Sorry, I just want to write this down for posterity. So the Aussie's Dungeon Drop is orange soda, and we're dropping a half shot, two half shots of vodka, whipped cream, and... Uh, whipped cream, vodka, and uh, Irish cream. And Irish cream, oh, good lord. Okay, then a Jaeger bomb, and then... To hell and back. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, something, something, something yeah. heavy. Something potent. It, it, I'm, I'm cool with the Helen back just being like a shot of real good whiskey. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say bourbon or like, oh, you know what, like rye whiskey. Oh, rye would be good. Yeah. Yes. Just something you would do at the yeah, fucking crossroads. Rye, rye feels a little more herbal, which maybe fits in with the whole witch thing that the sh- that the last one had going on. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, you know, a, a good rye whiskey, whatever. Whatever fucking bar you're at that can accommodate all this and get a rye yep. whiskey shot. So a Bartle and so a wine cooler, and then fireball, and then the dungeon drop, which is not even that heavy. It's just going to be very yeah. weird. Then a Jaeger bomb, which is probably going to test your metal a little bit, and then the rye. 
That's I do want to do this at some point. I don't know where the uh, fuck I'm going to say to everyone listening this. overall, if there's anything you should take away from this, it's the one thing I actually kind of came up with, which is the uh, the dungeon <laughs> drop. So overall, if we had to pick one of these drinks, it'd be the dungeon drop. Uh, as for everything else, uh, yeah, that's that's the uh, that's it's the VHS 1999 yep. gauntlet. Ooh. Props to Stade for suggesting a flight of shots, because yeah, that's it's pretty amazing. Yes. You have a spider room moment. Ooh. That's a hard one for this one. That's tough. Spider room moment. It's a little obvious, but I, I, I can't say it in detail because I want people to watch it, but that one apex moment in Ozzy's dungeon where it just kind of broke yeah, us. No, I... I, that's really the only correct answer. I, I, uh, yeah. I've, it's been a very long time since I've just been just so, like, pleasantly destroyed by a film. I think I haven't felt this way since The Void. Y- yeah. Where we, we just been sitting there going, like, we have no words because holy shit. Like, that was the third act of Ozzy's Dungeon. It's that good. And who, for those of you that have listened to our episode on the void, where we didn't say anything and we just sucked on Mookie's dick for a while, that that that's similar similar vibes. Okay, maybe my spider room moment is when we see Anna's weird leg. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Even better, oh. every line of dialogue from Donna's mom. <laughs> the Sahara, yeah. the Sahara yeah. line. You know what? Yep. Yeah, that's a fair. <laughs> that's better. Yo, man, Sahara, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> And for doing good, he was promised a Dreamcast. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, there's just so many. Like Creed was That's dropped. Good. There's so many parts that I just, yeah, we were beside ourselves with nostalgia bombs. It hurt. It hurt my poor little heart so many times. Yeah. Like <laughs> straight up, we get a point where it just cuts to the TV and they're playing Resident Evil 2. And yeah, mm-hmm. so much shit like that. That if you're not a sucker for it, like Abysmia and I are, it's not going to hit you, but it hit us hard. If you're not a 90s kid, this Only will 90s not hit kids the same appreci- way. But, like, I'm sorry, but if, if I ever had to say only 90s kids, oh. this is that moment. Because holy fucking shit, this was written for 90s kids, yeah. probably by 90s kids. Because goddamn, there's just too much. There's too many coincidences. It's laden with them. And I love it, and it hurts my soul the way nostalgia does. But I, I am so pumped. Like I have so much fucking yeah. energy at this point. Oh man, it hyped me up so hard. Yeah, good, 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 good. So good, so fun. Even if you're not a '90s kid, this is just uh, again, like you know, maybe you'll get more out of the first two segments than we did. But the whole ride is just very enjoyable. It's so seamless. And it keeps the pace really rocking, and yeah. I really appreciate um, that. Well, hey everyone, thanks for thanks for joining us. Goddamn, kind of rocketed through that. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's so fucking good. So good, so good, so good. Check that shit out. If you want to suggest movies to us, maybe take a look at our list, and maybe suggest bumping something up the list that you like. And yeah. there's also drink recipes soon. Yes. But yeah. Hey, thank you for joining us. Bye. <laughs> Bye. The Jameson Tapes is hosted and created by Alan Chaney and Abysme. If you have a movie suggestion for the podcast, please leave a comment, message us on the Creative Horror Discord, or tweet at Creative Horror with the hashtag Jameson Tapes. 
Creative Horror is a network of creators working together to build a constructive community of horror fans. Please visit us at creativehorror.com. <laughs>